0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Low Budget Bitches. And today, we will be discussing RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13, Episode 12 of the US. Um, How are you, Sam?
1: I am actually not very well. After watching this episode, I was very nervous for for one of our queens.
0: Yes, I I feel like I know who you're talking about. Um, This episode was definitely stressful, but... At the end, which we'll get to it, I was happy with whatever happened. Um, yeah. But let's go ahead and dissect this episode and discuss our low budget opinions on them. Um, uh-huh. Alrighty, so um, last week, Tina Burner just went home, and I think everyone is a little bit surprised, but also at the same time, not surprised because it's like she's such an icon and legend.
1: Exactly. And can we just talk about you? Because weird attitude towards like lip syncing for her life it's like at first she's like nervous but then she's just like I felt great on that stage and then she goes on to say that she thinks there's another lip sync assassin and I'm just like whoa girl no there isn't I mean you did marginally better than the people you were singing against
0: Yeah, her reaction at the top of the episode when they had just came back from the last runway, it was weird because it was like, on one hand, she was like, Oh my God, like, I can't believe I had to lip sync again. But then all of a sudden, she like, her moods like switch really quickly. Like all, she goes from being like sad or stressed out to like all of a sudden being like, Oh, but you know what? I loved it. It was great, even though I just like shut in my pants. And it was such a fun experience. And I'm amazing. And also another thing that I have to say is, a true lip queen, lip sync assassin does not say it herself. That is a title that is given to you by other people. It's not, and you're not just automatically an assassin if you actually like make it through like multiple lip syncs. For some people, it's just, you just got lucky. Just like you said, you you had like an ounce of a bit better of a performance than the other person that you were doing it with. But I feel like it's a title that's given to you, not self-proclaimed. Alrighty, so then we get into the mini challenge, which um, I actually did watch this time, but I didn't didn't really care for it, though.
1: I mean, yeah, I wasn't laughing as much as RuPaul was laughing. I was like, it must be funnier in real life.
0: Yeah, sometimes I'm, like, I wonder, and I'm, like, I question RuPaul and everyone over there, their, like, sense of humor, because I'm just, like, some things they laugh at too much, which I'm just, like, that's not really that funny. And then some things they don't laugh at at all, whereas, like, I'm at home, like, actually, like, dying. Yeah. Um but i guess that's many challenges for you they're stupid and they just fill up some time and um i guess this time around um candy and rose won so they got to choose the order um and this reminded me of uk recently because like you know there's a lot of drama around that but this time around um they didn't they they did place themselves strategically but then they also like made sure the show would go well what did you think of their order
1: I was actually surprised that they decided to choose either the opening or the closing because in previous seasons, a lot of the queens are like, oh, I don't want to be the opener. I don't want to be the closer. I want to be like right in the middle. So this Mm -hmm. was a new um, choice for the people who had the choice. And I didn't really think anything of the placement. I never really do because I'm just like, I don't think it really matters that much um it's just how you play it up in your head
0: I think it I think the order itself doesn't matter like in terms of like who goes first or like the the setting of the show but I think it matters as to which queen you go after or which queen mm. you go go before, if that. So it's like the order matters, yeah. well, not really. If that makes any sense, but um, I think it's smart because it's like the, what they did was kind of smart because they knew like okay, like after one per like after Candy, they put Simone, and they kind of knew that Simone maybe is not like you know when it comes to like comedy challenges, she might not do that well. So if she goes after Candy, then it'll make Candy's set look better, and whoever mm-hmm. goes after Simone, it'll make their situation look a little bit better. I think they were also expecting Gottmik to kind of bomb as well. Uh, but yeah. that obviously wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an interesting thing just because, yeah, the, the beginning and the ending is very hard. But I guess for these two specifically, like it worked out perfectly.
1: Yeah, it did.
0: So let's start with, um, let's, let's go through all the comedy acts, judging both of their, um, all of their acts, but also their outfits. Um, mm-hmm. So first up, which, okay. Before we get into it, I'm actually really sad that they didn't have a runway this week. I was expecting a runway. I Same. was like when they ended, I was like, what? Where's the runway? Like, are they gonna have one? But they didn't. So it was it was pretty unfortunate. Um, okay, so let's get into it. So the first one opening is Candy. What did you think of her set?
1: I thought she did really well. Um sometimes I don't know, I, I have a problem with the show because it's like, you know, at the top of the show. Tina Burner's gone and Candy's just like okay well now I'm the only one that doesn't have a win under my belt and then oh guess what yeah. it's the episode and she does really well so I'm just like I have a hard time watching the show sometimes because I'm like this is so produced so scripted yeah like guys come on do better but she did do well her jokes were hilarious I was laughing when she said that um The RuPaul's Drag Race is the Olympics of Drag. And Nina West, you're the arena. (laughs) Dying. And I thought she looked so good. When I saw her waist, I was like, oh my god, where did that come from?
0: Yeah, I, I have the same exact opinions as you. I thought that she was fantastic. I was happy that she chose first place for herself, like to go first. Because it worked out. She is one of those people that I feel like... Um, had she gone after a certain queen or last, I feel like she would have been a little bit nervous and not been herself. But I feel like because she got to like really start off everything, like it was basically like, you know, she could have done whatever she wanted to. So it worked out perfectly. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I agree with the waist situation. I thought that this dress was very simple, but it worked out perfectly because the waist was so nice. Um, Loved the hair, loved the makeup. It looked very elegant. Mm Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, I kind of think that that's why she ended up winning this week, because there was no runway. Had there been a runway, I think someone else would have killed it, like possibly Rosé would have killed it and then got, got a, a few extra points. Yeah, got make too. I think that yeah. make or Rosé would have won if there was an actual runway. Definitely. Alrighty, so let's go to the Ebony Enchantress herself, Simone, next. Um, what did you think?
1: Let's start off with something good. She looked amazing. She looked yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. Dripping in the gold. The skin was glistening. And I mean, her jokes. I thought some of her jokes were funny, even though like the audience and the judges were like dead silent. Like the yeah. one I think she started with about Candy being in the backstage, watching all the girls. It must have felt like you were in the VIP again. That whole meme thing. I was like... I chuckled, but nobody else did. And I was like, oh, okay. That's why I get kind of, like, weird with the show. I'm just like, do they really not think this is funny? Like, not even, like, a little ha. Anyways. I know.
0: That's that's the tough part about the show because it's, like, at the end of the day, it really just all comes down to the way that they edit it and the, the producer, I mean, the judge's reactions. And those can obviously be altered to whatever way that they want the show to go down on. And, like... I feel like sometimes, like, the minute something goes bad in the rehearsal, it's, like, kind of, like, foreshadowing that, like, yeah, this person is going to be at the bottom, even if they, like, don't do the best. And I kind of felt like this episode was just set up to make her in the bottom. I thought I thought that her, some of her jokes were okay. Like, she didn't do terrible, but she didn't right? do amazing either. yeah. I, I do see like when Michelle was mentioning when during their practice that like, you know, sometimes I think Simone is overthinking and I think in her jokes that was kind of like a similar thing. But again, mm-hmm. like these these comedy challenges are hard because it's just like, you know, a part of you wants to like be witty because, you know, mm-hmm. that helps a lot and that gets like good reactions from the judges. But then also like you still have to dumb down your humor so that like people can understand, which is like it's it's a tricky position to be in.
1: Yeah, and I think she just struggled with emphasizing the punchline of the joke because she kind of mm-hmm. just, like, would say it, but then it wasn't emphasized enough because then people thought there was more to the joke, but she was just like, that's it. And so yeah, I think that's where she fell flat.
0: I agree with you. Um, but Simone wasn't as bad as the next person, um, Utica. Oh, my God, this was cringy. I, I kind of had to like, I couldn't watch.
1: This was crazy. I mean, even then the rehearsal... I was laughing. Honestly, in the rehearsals, I was laughing because she was so mean. I was like, this is I can't, I can't do anything else but laugh at this because it was uh, it was a bit overboard
0: yeah i and the thing is like michelle full-on told her like in the work group, or like when they were practicing that like you know your jokes are a little mean like the thing is like i didn't mind her jokes when she did them but then when yeah. she continues them i think that's when it gets like a little mean and like it gets a little too like stretched out and then that's when it starts yeah. to like transform from being a joke to like an actual insult because it's like okay like yeah. you can call someone fat and make that kind of joke. But then when you keep going and going yeah. and going, then it's just like home girl. Now it's just rude and stings.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was funny when she did the, the whale sound and she was just like, Oh, I didn't, you don't speak whale. I, I laughed at that, <laughs> which is like it, really <laughs> mean. <laughs> and then like, even in when she was with the judges, she, she said that and then she was like michelle you really don't know like lonnie you really i was like girl
0: (laughs) i know and but here's the thing i think i think some people can get away with stuff like that like the people like bianca del rio or bob the drag queen people who are like naturally really funny can get away with extending a joke for a little bit too long but i think utica like she's not she's a very quirky person but on stage like i don't know why like she had this like very like serious presence and so i think that when you have that like serious tone and presence and you aren't known to be like a comedian when you do those kind of jokes it just like it doesn't go well
1: exactly and going off of that she's just not known to be like one of those mean queens like bianca and bob they're kind of known to be that kind of like weird not weird mean observational humor so you Going into like their show, you expect that. Yeah. But I feel like with Utica, it's harder because she kind of like puts herself out there like she's all quirky, but she's really nice and sweet. So it's like there's a disconnect there.
0: So Utica also did release a statement um, uh-huh. on her Instagram page. She said, This episode of RuPaul's Drag Race was uncomfortable. I apologize to those who were offended by my crude jokes. I feel saddened that. Uh, themes of body shaming are still prevalent in today's tv and i don't want to perpetuate any body negativity with tateless, tasteless jokes nothing was done with cruel intentions love each other and your bodies in every shape and size uh so she did put that out there so
1: okay no 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 i don't understand people who like to backpedal like this like if you feel this way and i'm not i'm assuming you don't just suddenly feel this way like oh we shouldn't be making fun of people's bodies and stuff like that like clearly you're trying to say that this is your belief system you know so it's like why would you on the show still make that kind of joke when you believe that we shouldn't be making fun of people's bodies yeah like
0: yeah uh, don't i don't I, backtrack uh- So here's the thing. I I kind of agree with you and kind of disagree with you. I do think that the apology was necessary and good to put out there just because, again, like, you know, the Drag Race fandoms are crazy. And so it's sometimes best to just, like, address various things, like, right off the bat. But then again, like, you shouldn't, if you really believe, if if you don't think that these jokes are great, then why did you do them in the first place? I think for me, like, if I was ever on this, like, definitely, like, I would I would if like because I also like don't believe in like body negativity or like things like that like I would just wouldn't even like consider those jokes in my set and even though those are like easy jokes to go to like I just wouldn't because it's like you know yourself that like number one like this there's a chance of this getting misconstrued when the tv shows airs number two you don't know if people are going to take it well and yeah like if you don't believe in it then don't do it so she should have just not done it I know um what did you think of her outfit um i hated it (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh i didn't hate it i just thought it was very utica like this is her this is how she dresses and this is her drag
0: i've thought her like a lot of the outfits that she's worn so far have been kind of like They've been cool and they've been very elevated. And, like, when you do think about, like, how she designs her and makes all of her outfits, like, it's nice. But I think this one in particular, there was just, like, too much happening. Like, I hated, like, that blazer that had, like, those, like, those cheap rhinestones on it. Um, mm. and then like the the there were so many different like textures happening like she's wearing like some sort of like um bedazzled shirt underneath and then she has like these yellow frills and then she has balls on her head and then she has like this crazy colored like gown coming out of it. I think that it was just like had she like for some things like made them like a little bit more like tonal like done the same color but like a different shade, it would have worked out, but I think that it was just like too much happening,
1: mm. I mean, true. Yeah. There was a lot yeah. going on in that outfit.
0: <laughs> it was just not cute. Um, alrighty. So let's move on to someone a little bit better. Well, much better. Um, Mick. What did you think of her performance?
1: I Loved it. And... Something about Mick throughout this whole show, it's like whenever they have some sort of challenge and they do have a rehearsal, she always does really poorly in the rehearsals where I go into the challenge feeling nervous for her. Like, oh shit, she's, this does not look good. She might be in the bottom. But she has always pulled through and done really well in the challenges. And I'm just like, is she being like a little little sneak you know one of those people who just like oh i'm so bad at this and then when you actually like i don't know challenge them they like do amazing and they're just like yeah beginner's luck (laughs) so i'm just like interesting
0: (laughs) i i i don't really what i think about her is that she is just like Simone in the way that she thinks that she's not gonna do well on certain things like this. But like the minute like the judges like because like when she was doing her little presentation for Michelle and Lonnie when they were practicing, like she seemed really uncomfortable. Like she seemed very awkward. And I was like scared for her and felt kind of like sad for her because I was just like, Oh my god, like homegirls just like really awkward. But then, like, I feel that got mick like is 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 good at really realizing and like getting a, a sense from the judges whether things are going good. And luckily forgot Mick, like the judges really like do like everything that she does. So the minute she starts to figure out like, oh, you know what, like, I, it's just all in my head like judges like it like she performs really well so I, I think that's what it is I, I don't think that she's playing dumb and I also think that you know she's been saying this a lot during her confessionals is that she didn't think that she was this talented at all like when it comes to anything besides looks and this is the first time where she's actually realizing like oh shit like I'm actually good at acting or improv or comedy so I think she's just slowly learning that she's actually a funny person and it's great
1: okay sure
0: Yeah, I don't think she's playing dumb. (laughs) Alrighty. Um, Okay, let's move on to Olivia Lux. What did you think?
1: She should have been in the fucking bottom, too. Mm -hmm. She was so bad. And it was just like... She didn't have any jokes that were funny. And it was hard to watch because the character that she chose was just not the right choice. Like, this whole trying to be like the nice girl but then she like is shady she did not do that character justice
0: i know i i I hated this set i i did not like it it was just again like another time for her to just like pretend to be like this like little nice girl and i think that it would she probably would have won the challenge had she come on out and been someone completely different had she come on out and just been like Had she done, like, what Utica did and just been, like, really rude or just even just, like, you know, like, have that, like, I don't give a shit kind of vibe, then she would have, like, probably won because the judges would have been impressed from her versatility. But she did what she does every single time. She just was a nice person and it just didn't land.
1: Yeah, she really misunderstood the challenge. And even, like, when they were getting judged, they were just like, so you think you did well, or you, you know, accomplished the goal. And she was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, the delusion in this season is, like, rampant. It's like COVID.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that... If the judges give you bad critiques and then they ask you, like, do you think you did well? I mean, I do agree that, like, you know, you should be confident in yourself, but maybe you should, like, after hearing what the judges have to say, be like, you know, I thought I did great, but after hearing your feedback and everything, I, I could have done better. And I'm understanding exactly what you're saying that I should switch up my character sometimes.
1: Yeah, and just be like, okay, I definitely misunderstood and missed the mark on this one.
0: What did you think of this orange and blue look?
1: Um, I thought it was cute. I kind of liked it. I liked the dress. It was like, um, nice little see-through number almost. It looked like candy wrappers and I thought it was really cute.
0: Yeah, I I didn't hate it. I I liked it because like it was something different on her because we're used to seeing her in like these like very like dramatic gowns and all that kind of stuff. So it was nice to see her in like a cocktail dress situation. And I guess this was like the perfect opportunity to wear it. Alrighty, so this is... Like, this is crazy, by the way, um, that there's only six people here because it's like, Even before we were like, I was prepping to do this. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, wait, did I get all the information? This is only six queens. Um, But anyways, um, last but not least is Miss Rosé. What did you think of this entire set?
1: See, I didn't necessarily think she was as funny um, as her rehearsal, like the judges said. I thought she had more jokes in the rehearsal, which is kind of weird um Mm -hmm. overall i think she did okay for like a closing number um i don't remember any of her jokes so i don't know if that tells you anything uh her outfit though i hated it so much
0: yeah I, i have the same exact opinions i think that she should have put herself after utica um or she should have made sure that like Utica was second last and she was after Utica because then it would have stood out. I also, when um, Candy and her were deciding on the order, like she also really wanted to be first. And I think that had she had gone first, she would have really killed it. Um, But I mean, she wasn't bad though. She was pretty good. Um, I personally didn't really like notice the difference between her practice and her actual performance i i was just like it seems the same to me um and as for this look i did not like this look at all i hated this look
1: i know can we also talk about when they were doing the orders and you know rose wanted to be first i love how candy sort of like i don't know if gaslighting is the right word but she was just like but you're so good you do well in any position
0: candy's smart i was
1: like you go candy
0: candy was smart in that candy like i feel like the minute like When in this show, what I've learned is that, or if, you know, whoever, whenever future people go on the show as well, it's like, if someone asks you what spot you want, make sure to be specific and tell them exactly what spot you want, or else you'll get stuck in like the other position. And so Candy was smart. She was just like, I want to go first because I just really feel like I can kill it. And I really don't want to go last or any other. And it worked out for her. Whereas Rosé was just like, at first, she was just like, I don't mind the first or last and then the minute candy was just like i want to go first i don't want to be last rose was just like oh fuck what did i do like you could just tell that on her <laughs> face Just like shit i should have said that i want to go first right off the bat exactly um yeah this look was also just really bad there was way too many fabrics happening i feel like this is this would have been a really great opportunity for rose to do something really different and also like come out like in like a cocktail dress and look really skinny and sexy and what and it would have like really like been fantastic. But then again, I mean this is her drag, so we can't really
1: I just don't know. understand why she wears so much fabric.
0: I, I don't understand either.
1: Like everything she's worn well most things just a lot of fabric, a lot of piling on of fabric, a lot of ruffles and I'm just like this is too much. <laughs>
0: i know and maybe this again i i guess like all these queens did these various looks on purpose like the especially the queens that weren't looking like the best because it's just like you know this challenge where you're not really being judged too much on what you look like you can use you know like an old raggedy item um yeah just a
1: little h&m cocktail dress
0: yeah all righty so um who was your favorite a part of this entire thing who was your least favorite
1: Favorite was definitely Candy. She really killed it this challenge. Yeah. Um least favorite? Ooh, Utica just because that one was just it was bad, but like she kept mm. going with it, which is something that the other queens didn't necessarily do. So like the Simone and the Olivia, yeah, they were bad, but it's like they didn't try to keep pushing that. But yeah. Utica did and it was like it just didn't get better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Utica was the worst for me as well. I think that, you know, the minute that she, RuPaul had to give those middle fingers up, I think RuPaul should have been like, okay, girl, you're going home. Um, that yeah, itself she was, like, was like wild.
1: She was like, RuPaul, can you stand up? I was like, that bitch, what is she doing? Why is she calling RuPaul to stand, to do anything? Uh. Uh-uh.
0: I know, it, it's pretty crazy um yeah i i personally thought that uh like if either candy or ha- got mick would have won i would have been fine with it i like both of them Um. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah i feel like there's not much i can say i feel like it was very clear this time around who was really good and who was really bad yeah definitely all righty so then um the judges decide that um you know utica and simona in the bottom And Candy has won, which, again, we're not surprised about. Um, What did you think of the lip sync?
1: Okay, no, no, we can't go to the lip sync yet because I have some words for the judges. How the fuck did Simone do worse than Olivia? Olivia had no jokes and she didn't look as good as Simone. Like, what the fuck?
0: They did laugh a few times when Olivia had her set up. um, But I do agree. I think that Olivia should have been in the bottom instead of Simone. Um, Even though Simone did really bad, Simone, like, she looked gorgeous. And Simone had a character the entire time. And she stayed with it. Even when she was bombing, she stayed with that character. Um, And Olivia Lux just did her usual, you know, character, her little nice girl situation, which just was meh.
1: Exactly. Um, Okay, anyways, but the lip sync. Um, I love the song when it first came out, and I was like, oh shit. I know, Sam. I thought, hmm, I mean, it is a slower song, so you can't really judge like, oh yeah, she turned it out and stuff like that. But I did think that Simone, she did better because of her little, little boops and bops um, that went with the song. Whereas I think Utica, she just went for the um, typical, like dramatic sort of ballad lip sync. Uh, yeah. But I was kind of nervous because I feel like I saw more shots of Utica, especially during like the climaxes of the song. Yeah. I was like, these cameramen, they're messing with my head.
0: At the beginning, um, they did show Utica a lot as well. And then they started to show Simone a little bit more and more. But I will say it was pretty equal. But I knew for a fact, I was just like, I don't think they're going to send Simone home. Because even yeah. if Utica kills a slip sync... I think that RuPaul is still going to send Yulika home because she did really, really, really bad. And as we know, like, Simone is, like, a big fan favorite. She's had four wins. It's like, if she had gone home this time, like, I think the entire internet would have broken.
1: Yeah. There would have been, like, a boycott, some sort of petition.
0: Yeah. So I'm happy with the results. yeah yeah, I mean, it was. It's, it's, No Tears After to Cry is like one of those songs where it's like, it's slow, but it's also like, it has a lot of like, it's a roller coaster, right? Of beats yeah. and like speed and stuff like that. Um, I, I do wish like, I don't know, maybe I'm just like so spoiled to this. I wish one of the queens would have done like a flip or something. I don't know, like a split or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like getting used to like the theatrics of all these uh, crazy lip syncs too much now. But I love Simone because like Simone is really good at like, taking little, like, parts of the song and, like, doing facial expressions with it. Oh, which, yeah. Which, like, really shows that she, like, studies the song at each and every little bit of the song. So I was very happy with the outcome.
1: Same here. I was so relieved. I was like, okay. That's
0: I actually was... Um, thinking. So I I don't know if you watched Untuck this time around. No. Nothing. Nothing really happened too much, but um, Utica did. Like you know, she she was admitting to a lot of defeat. She was just like, yeah, like you guys, like I I did terrible, and um, she kind of like alluded to the fact that she was just like, I, I'm ready to go home. And I, for a minute, did think that maybe because, like, you know, her and Simone have a kind of like a great relationship. I thought that she was going to do, you know, what Ginny Lemon did on UK Uh, and just walk out uh, because she might have felt like, you know what, like, my performance was really bad this time around and I know it and Simone deserves to be here. And, yeah, I I thought that that was going to happen. Same. Alrighty. So now we have our top Five. How, how do you feel about this top five?
1: I mean, I still think some of these people should not be here. Really? Who? Um, I don't think Olivia should be here. And I don't think Candy should be here. She did good on one challenge. One challenge. Yeah. And she had uh, to be saved by RuPaul.
0: Yeah. So... Okay, but based off of everything that we've seen so far, though, on this entire season, I'm actually very satisfied with the top five. Um, Definitely there's people here that I thought wouldn't be here or people that I thought, yeah, who were eliminated earlier who I thought would still be here. Like, I was, you know, at the beginning of the season expecting Tina Burner to still be here just because she had a really great reputation, but obviously she'd performed really terribly, so I'm happy that she's not in the top five. Um, You know, I'm happy that, you know... Ali with two T's is gone. I'm happy with that Joey. Jay is gone. You know, all those people I thought that weren't that great. If I had to make any sort of change, it would either be um, changing out either Candy or Olivia for Denali. I, I, I don't know why I'm still I love Denali. And I wish that she was in this top five. But that being said, I'm very happy with the people here. And it feels right.
1: I thought you were really gonna say Lala Ree because I was just like, oh my god, is he gonna <laughs> no. say her? Um, no. Because I totally forgot about Sonali. Like legit, I was like, who else would he say?
0: I totally forgot about Lala, Lala Ree. I I literally have just some of these people who went home earlier. Like I feel like because it's been such a long season. Like what this was the twelfth episode and we're finally getting to a top five. Like I, know. I I look back at some of these queens and I'm just like, oh my god, like I don't even remember them like. It feels like they were, like, on a different season.
1: Yeah. Have you been keeping up with some of the queens um, posting their runway looks?
0: Yeah, I have. Some I have. I I will admit I don't follow all of them. Um, It's nice that, like, the eliminated queens this time around especially are posting all of their looks that if they were still in the show i do like that because i feel like in previous seasons some queens would do that but this time around it feels like all the queens are doing that um so yeah i I have seen some here and there some i'm still just like meh um i will say though Kimura hall like her looks are actually very on point um i think that she is she's definitely shown us even though she's not on the show that she's a look queen and she really knows how to put it together
1: literally was gonna mention her i'm like obsessed each week the episode passes i like go on her instagram and i'm like oh my god what what would she have worn and i'm amazed every time i'm like holy shit the creativity the workmanship the makeup skills i really wish she was on the show just so i could see her do the runway
0: yeah i I agree with you. But, I mean, we get to, we still get to see it. You know, just go on our Instagram page and we get to see it. So, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> I did see some of the looks for um last week's Beast episode for what some of the oh, people said. Oh, yeah, same. Said. I liked Kamora's. I hated Lala Reese. Um, that was not good. I liked – I didn't really care for Denali's either because I thought Denali's was cute, but then, like, her legs are just there. And so it kind of just that takes was away – weird. Yeah, it was meh. Um – yeah, they're 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 all right. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this. Again, it just it this just feels right this top 5 and I'm very 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 curious to see who the top 4 is going to be. Who do you think is going to go home next?
1: I mean, the next week is another acting challenge, so maybe Candy.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, The thing about Candy is, like, I think that she's just going to be invincible in this competition. I think she's going to make it to the finale because, like, the judges seem to love whatever the fuck she does, even if it's not good. Even if it's just playing herself as a character, it seems like that's the case. But for me, I want, like, yeah, I wouldn't mind if her or if um, Olivia Lux went home next.
1: Yeah, same. Yeah, I want my top four to be Simone Gottmik, Rosé, and... Who's
0: the other one? Either Candy or Olivia Likes.
1: Oh, oops. Never <laughs> yeah. mind. I just want those as my top three then.
0: I'm scared for Simone next episode because in the preview, she's like crying and she's like really nervous. And I'm, I'm just like panicking because if Simone Same. doesn't make it to top three, I'm going to be sad. But I will say it seems I have a really strong feeling that either got Mick or Rose are going to win this show.
1: Yeah, it's like one of those things where everybody keeps talking about like the four-win curse. They talk about, you know, Sheik Houlay and Bimni Bamboulash, like they had so many wins under their belt, but yet they didn't win the show. And at first I was thinking, like, okay, yes, but they also had a Sasha Valor and a Lawrence Cheney who are also very strong competitors. But like, who does this show have? And now I'm thinking like after this episode, like, damn, like the rose and like a got mic, they're really edging up and like
0: creeping yeah. up. Yeah. I didn't I didn't expect I mean, I, I think that there were great candidates beforehand, but I think now that like we get to see them a little bit more because a lot of queens have gone home, like it's really like showing us like wow like they are really good and i i have a strong feeling that godmik's gonna win because godmik has really great looks yeah. and is like pretty funny as well whereas rosé uh-huh. is more like on the entertainment side but like the looks aren't the best so it, it's just shaping up to be like that i know Alrighty, so I guess that wraps up our Low Budget Bitches podcast for today. Um, Make sure to tune in uh, very soon for our Bravo podcast and next week again for another RuPaul's Drag Race US discussion with us. Um, And make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter and on Instagram. And we will chat with you all soon. Bye everyone. Bye everyone.